On today's show, global car sales are expected to fall because of the Brexit. Porsche introduces the all-new Panamera, and Chevy celebrates 50 years of the Camaro. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for June 29 of 2016. Last week, citizens of the UK stunned the world after they voted to withdraw from the European Union. The Brexit caused a lot of economic uncertainty and talks of a looming recession. And a new report from IHS Automotive says it's going to have a big impact on automakers too. Researchers say the Brexit could cost car makers about 2.8 million in sales through 2018. IHS lowered its global sales forecast by 200,000 units this year, 1.25 million next year, and 1.4 in 2018. And not unexpectedly, Britain will be hurt the most. Before the withdrawal, car sales were expected to grow over 3% this year, but now the market may only grow just 1%, followed by declines for the next two years. The UK auto industry exports 80% of the vehicles it produces, and about 60% of those shipments go to the EU. Last year, Lincoln launched its Black Label program, which offers more upscale options for vehicles as well as special treatment at the dealer. And to provide owners with even more exclusive experiences, the company is now offering standard pickup and delivery service for all 2017 models, starting with the new Continental. A valet will pick up an owner's car at an agreed-upon location and drop off a loaner while the vehicle is being serviced. Once that's complete, the car is dropped off at a location the owner chooses. The company began a pilot program last year and says the results are very encouraging. 98% of owners would recommend Lincoln and the service to a friend, and 93% said they're likely to buy another Lincoln. You know, the company's efforts over the last several years are really paying off. Through the first five months of the year, sales are up nearly 15%. Still to come, why car companies in China aren't consolidating. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. The Chinese auto market is huge. Not only does it sell the most cars in the world, the country is home to dozens and dozens of automakers most of which only produce a very few number of vehicles. Several years ago, the government laid out plans to consolidate the industry into two to three large companies, because there's too many. But that hasn't happened yet. On the most recent AutoLine this week, John sat down with three Chinese auto experts, and they explained why consolidation isn't occurring. There's a fundamental contradiction in the way China wants to grow its economy. On the one hand, the central government is saying, let's just have a few automakers like in Japan, in Germany, United States. On the other hand, they're saying the key to economic growth is to decentralize power to the provinces and the cities. Well, every province and city wants to have a car company in their backyard. So these two realities, these two objectives are not in sync. And as a result, you don't have consolidation. You have a lot of small companies still spread around the country. And a lot of these... OEMs are supported by local governments, um, whether they're provinces or cities, um, and they represent employment. 
Um, and, and when we think about the large international OEMs of employing hundreds of thousands, maybe millions in some cases, of employees across the world, think about a, a city here and what an OEM could represent by employing 60,000 uh, uh, employees. It's significant when you add it all up. In, in, uh, in most countries where, where consolidation has happened, you have one, two, three cities maybe, a tops in the country that make cars. Uh, here you have a dozen, and each of those cities has a set of joint ventures, and they have a home company that provides the uh, investment to build up that infrastructure for that industry. Uh, they're not gonna give that up easily. So consolidation, there's a lot of government interest in preserving the status quo. Even though the central government may have an agenda to try to consolidate, the provincial governments and the municipal governments who've invested, they don't necessarily follow the central government's directive. For more insight into the Chinese auto market, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, or you can look for it on our YouTube channel. And if you want to keep up to date on all things AutoLine, make sure you subscribe to our email. Just look for the subscribe button on the homepage of our website, AutoLine.tv, to get updates delivered right to your inbox. Coming up next, Chevy celebrates the 50th anniversary of the Camaro, and Porsche reveals the new Panamera. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. The Chevy Camaro turns 50 this year, and the company just announced plans to celebrate the anniversary. Festivities include plant tours, a car show, and Q&A with Chief Engineer Al Oppenheiser. There will also be a Camaros and Coffee event in downtown Detroit, and a special display at the Woodward Dream Cruise. And what would any anniversary be without a special edition model? The brand took a Camaro SS and added all kinds of cosmetic goodies. Reddish-orange details highlight the hood and brake calipers, while a unique lower grille and 20-inch wheels and special 50th anniversary badging round out the enhancements to the exterior. On the inside, there's distinct 50th anniversary treatments on the instrument panel, headrests, and steering wheel. Click the link in today's transcript to get all the details on the festivities. You know, images of the new Porsche Panamera leaked out the other day, but now we're getting some of the details. Under the hood, new V6 and V8 turbo engines are available, including a V8 diesel. All engines are mated to a new 8-speed dual-clutch transmission, and all have the option of all-wheel drive, a first for the diesel. On the inside, many of the buttons and knobs are replaced by touch-sensitive controls. Even the louvers on the air vents are adjusted with touch-sensitive sliders. The instrument cluster now features an analog tachometer flanked by two 7-inch display screens and a large 12.3-inch touchscreen houses all the infotainment features. Some of the new technology includes night vision assist and adaptive cruise control that now uses navigation data and input from sensors to speed up and slow down more smoothly and efficiently. The new Panamera starts hitting dealer showrooms in November with a starting price of 113,000 euros in Germany, which translates to a little over $125,000. But that brings us to the end of today's show. 
thank you for watching. Please join us again here tomorrow.